Welcome back, folks, to a new true payroll crime story. What's up, Walt? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. Um, good. Loving these two stories. Two good ones. They got some fresh ones for us, so I'm yeah. eager to dig in, man. There's tons of stories out there, man. And when we started doing these shows, we used to, how we used to have quotes for the for our episodes. Yeah. Oh, I remember that, yeah. I'll hit them from the personal standpoint. Okay. Continue to hold on, man. Just to continue to hold on. If you have a project going on, if you're in the middle of a transition, no matter what you got going on, if you're doing something and you're not seeing the, and you're inching along, you're not seeing like a big ex- explosive progress, keep holding on because i guarantee you that it's coming and just keep doing the work keep putting in the time keep believing in yourself and it's gonna manifest yeah that's a good one i like that Uh, it made me think of uh, greatness scales incrementally there you go yeah man good stuff man all right take us into this payroll crime man what are folks up to so we have a two four for you tonight, two and one. Bogo. Two. Yep, Bogo. <laughs> so the first one, it is for improper payment of OT. Uh, improper. Uh, okay. Improper I already know what the article's about, so I'm like improper. Not improper. <laughs> uh, uh, the, it's the, being nice. Yeah, so they basically they didn't pay the OT the people. They basically robbed their employees. Maliciously. Yes. The type of business is the healthcare, it's in the healthcare industry. The perpetrator, it is the owners of Kind Hearts. So that's funny, right? Kind Hearts. Like, yeah, immediately I'm like, Kind Hearts. Yeah, okay. Kind, kind Hearts Home Health Care. Let's see. Took place in Chesapeake, Virginia. The scheme length, as far as the investigators find out, that they went back as far as 2014 and found some instances where OT wasn't paid properly all the way up to 2020. The sentencing, nobody was really sentenced to jail or anything like that, but they were ordered to pay back pay on the OT. The total money they owed their employees for damages and including wages was $1.5 million. That payment included $759,698 in back wages and an equal amount in liquidated damages. So think about that. They had to pay that $700K to their employees and that same exact amount in damages. Wow. Almost they had to pay double. Who gets the damages, I wonder, though? The people, I hope, hopefully the employees. Maybe some of the employees, I'm sure the lawyer's office or whoever took the case, get some of that money as well. Well, yeah, of course, there's going to be, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, well, the seven, yeah. The seven, the seven and a half, though, and seven and a half is the one-fifth, is the 1.5 million. So it did, it did go to the employees. Yeah. I'm hopefully. sure there are legal fees in there, too, but dang. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, because they, because they didn't do right. At the beginning, at the end of the day, they had to pay double the amount of what they would have originally paid to these employees because they tried to do their own thing. You know what they did wrong? 
They intentionally underpaid employees OT to save their company money. It it's oh my! I just did the math. It was it's seven thousand. Each employee got seven like eight thousand dollars. Basically, one hundred and ninety four employees got paid out. Yep, that's crazy. I'm sorry. So, what did you just say? What they did wrong in this situation? Uh huh. Point blank. They did the employees dirty. They did yes. by the employees. They intentionally underpaid employees OT to save themselves money. Yes, yes. And that's, I'm sorry, thank you for saying that. Because the thought I had was, that's very com- more common than we like to believe with managers. You laugh, you know it's right. Managers oh, yeah. are, oh, I, I, I'm not allowed, we're not allowed to have OT. So, I'm trying to stay in my budget, Brian. Yes. So, folk <laughs> managers out there, payroll people out there, everybody out there, and we've said it before, that is not – you have to coach. You cannot pay not, – you not pay overtime, right? And, and this is the one of the reasons why you have to pay the overtime. If somebody is working overtime outside of the rules – it's a coaching situation. It's not a you ain't you're not gonna get paid. That you can't do that. Exactly. It's a coaching exactly. opportunity. Exactly. Exactly. Oh like, my I, god! I've seen it where a company had a policy in place that OT needed to be approved by a manager before you worked it. Right. So whether you had to send an email or whether it was a form that you needed signed by that manager, and there needed to be an approval in place before that was allowed to be paid out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've seen it where the employee didn't get their approval. And like you said, to your point, they received the coaching. They received the coaching and they say, hey, this is your this is a verbal warning. Next time it's going to be a written document. And that person continued to have those mistakes and they were doing it on purpose. Eventually, they were in a state where it's at will. So they were mm-hmm. like, hey, we put you up three times for this. You're not listening. Hey, we're done. At will or not, that is a documented situation. You know what I yep. mean? So you're gone. That is a performance issue. Yep. Uh- so as far as how this could have been prevented, at the end of the day, it was short and sweet. Pay the employees what they're due. Pay them properly. Yes, you pay your folks properly, and I think this is this is. Where did we just talk about how it, the owners, the temptation for owners, for yeah, business was owners? In- was it in the season five review? Because we were doing the true crime. I think that's what it was. I think it was in the seat. No, who knows? One of those. <laughs> in any, we'll re- we'll repeat it because we don't know where it is now. Um, it's out there. One of the things that we've gleaned from the true payroll crimes is two-prong right you have to protect internally if Mm -hmm. you have employees that are going to do something internally which is the next story we're about to talk about and then you have to protect externally from cyber threats and all that but the takeaway from these true crimes for the business owners there's a high temptation for this type of behavior because you think you're going to get away with it and save millions of dollars it's that it's the temptation to cut corners mm-hmm. in some way, right? Oh, I won't pay my employees this money, or 
I won't report all these wages like we've seen in some of the other payroll crime stories that we've done. Well, I won't report taxes. I won't do this. I won't report all this for my unemployment insurance. I won't do this. I won't like all these different things. They're trying to cut corners yep. to save themselves money at the end of the day. And it's just, like, hey, there's different things that you can do to try to save your business money and look at your budgeting, look at your spending. Yeah. You know, I, but see, I understand. I get why they do it, right? Because payroll is such a big expense on their books. Yeah. 45 to 55% of your revenue. It just is what it is. And unless you have a different business model, you know what I think, and I think it's worth pointing out here, this article highlights that low wages and pay violations are common in the healthcare industry. In fiscal year 2022, the DOL Wage and Hour Division recovered $14.9 million in back wages for over 22,000 workers in the industry. That was just last year. That is crazy. To my point, it's a common thing. Yeah, and if, and if, if you're listening to this and you're a payroll person who does payroll for someone in the healthcare or you're or you have a loved one that's in the healthcare industry, you might want to like let yeah. them know about this episode. Yep. So they can make sure that they're getting all of what's due to them. Yep. So and how, that- how many times how many times have we mentioned it? People I, I know I get paid in my account. I don't know how I get paid. You know what I'm right. saying? I don't know how my pay is working for me. You know, I don't know if they're paying me all my earnings or wages. Yeah man that's a great note. And that was just last year. I wonder what the average is like per year. Yeah, and that's just one industry. It, that's just, that's just one industry, exactly. Just one industry. I think I was thinking if you're in a payroll person in the healthcare industry, this is something you could look out for, like making sure folks aren't being taken advantage of. This is such a common issue in healthcare, and if you're in it. It's something to look at. I would start quietly, like just do some audits. And these are things that you got to bring up to folks that you trust and escalate through. What's up? That's a great point because at the end of the day, we as the payroll professionals have to do what we know is legal. So if you're in a situation, no matter what the industry is, as a payroll professional and based on the laws and the state that you're processing for or whatever, that someone is entitled to a certain amount of pay. Let's just say in this case, it's OT. Looking at their time cards that they worked over this certain amount of hours, but the owner is telling you or the person who submitted you the time card is telling you, don't pay them the OT. Or don't pay it on this check, move it to the next check. Yeah. The right thing as the payroll professional in this case. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. That and that's a tough one, right? That's a tough one to, in that situation. But yeah, you have to we have again what do we say? We're not the fiduciary responsibility, but we have fiduciary responsibility. And may that applies to the cause that ultimately you may think, oh, but you're looking out for the OT for the person. No, we're ultimately protecting the company because that's gonna come that's gonna the backlash on that. And the penalties and things. And, and that opens up for other audits because, like in that article said, the judges, what do they say? The DOL emphasized that kind hearts engage in intentional wage theft 
practices and the judge has prohibited any future violations of the FLSA. How he did that, who knows? But they probably they, uh, they flagged well, that, them somehow. Yeah, so that that's let them know if they mess up again, if this comes up again, they're probably getting shut down. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And again, to, to, to Walt's point with payroll folks and documentation, that's payroll pillar number two. Documentation, legal compliance, and audit trail. It's part of our responsibilities. You know what I mean? And again, quiet. if you feel like things are happening, you can always do quiet audits. You don't have to raise red. Don't be the one that, oh my gosh, we have a problem. No, prove first that you have a problem without doubt. And then go to someone that you trust internally and then say, hey, I think, can you look at this too? And then that's how you escalate things. You don't want to be, you don't want to be, what is it? The boy who cried wolf. You don't want to be saying. that person, right? Because then the next time you say we have a problem, nobody's going to believe you. And maybe you do have a problem that time. So be careful about these things and be intentional about how you go about the audits, looking out for things. There was something that I think it was Ian in our, in our episode with Ian. He said, yes. you have to know the right time to speak up, the right person to speak up to. And there was one more part of it that he said, but you basically has to be the right time, the right person, right situation. You Absolutely. have to know when to Absolutely. do it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then, um, for that case, overall, the article serves as a warning to employers in the healthcare industry to comply with wage and hour laws, emphasizes the consequences of repeated violations. Of course, yeah. you're gonna, it's going to cost you money. And, oh, that's what it was, the solve. One of the solve, I feel like, because you said, what's the solve for this? Basically, don't be malicious, pay, pay your overtime. But also, could it be some onus on the employees to look at their pay stubs right Absolutely. as we start that com re as we start up that conversation again about pay stubs you got uh, i wonder again who how did this red flag was it an employee that blew the whistle it, it, it could have been but i've seen situations where not to drag this out so we can go on to the next one but mm -hmm. i've seen situations where and one employee in the group was the one who was inquisitive about their stuff. And they were just like, I asked my supervisor, I asked my manager about it. And I'm just not sure. I believe her because this employee thought her manager was a great person. Oh. So, you know, so she was like, I believe what she's saying. I just want to make sure. And she called me. In payroll, she was like, I just want to make sure. I believe that she's right. Uh, you told me this story before, yeah. I just, yeah, I just want to make sure. And it, it opened up a can of worms, and this lady had been doing that for years. That, oh. it was OT, man, you know what I'm saying? So that's. I, I agree with you. If you have a question about your pay as an employee, it's better to ask and be told that nothing's wrong than to let it go and just be letting your funds go down the drain and letting, yeah. and letting your employer. Yep. 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 I think that's the episode right there. The look at your check, how many for anywho, I'll keep that in mind. Um, 
But yeah, all right, cool. Again, folks, if you're a manager out there, you have to pay overtime. Uh, bring, bring us to this next one. What else? What's this next one? This one is a, all is a right. So yes, this next one is a fraud payroll crime. Internal. Uh, yes, internal fraud, and it was a small business. Um, the perpetrator last name was Smith. I'm not gonna say her full name, just to whatever. But last name Smith. It took place in District Heights, Maryland, 2018 to 2020. Sentencing was scheduled for Friday, June 16th of this year. Oh, wow. So it still hasn't updated on the DOL site or the justice.gov site. So we're waiting to see how much time this person got. And the total money impact, while it wasn't a, a, a lot in the grand scheme of things, it still was $62,000. That this person stole yeah. from her employer. It's a lot. So, that's, a, that's a good amount of money. What is? How many? How many? How long was it? Sixty-two thousand over. How much time? Oh, uh, twenty-eighteen to twenty-twenty. Two years. Two years. Two, two, three. Yeah, that's not bad. Thirty G's a year. Thirty. Extra 30 on, top G's, what on top of what you're right. That's. She thought she was gonna get away with it. Okay. How she take it? So she used her access to the company's payroll management system to falsify her own payroll information for at least 84 pay periods. So they're wow. saying at least between July 2018 and May 2020. To per perpetuate the scheme, Smith would compile the weekly payroll information for each of the company's employees and submit it for approval to the company's CFO. However, after obtaining the necessary approvals, Smith would go back and alter her own approved regular hours over time or leave in the company's payroll management system in order to fraudulently increase her pay for the applicable pay period. Wow. Bro, so that, that's three and a half years because you know, we know, right? Pay periods... Well, okay, it doesn't say if it's weekly or not. So if it's like weekly, maybe it's like two years, a little less than two years. But if it's bi-weekly or semi-monthly, that's three and a half years. Wow. So she was changing it after? She got approved from her CFO. So that means if I brought my, if I brought the payroll to you, hey, Brian, here's yep. the gold. You audited all, everything. Sign all up. Well, looks great. And then I'm like, okay. Now I'm going to change it after the fact. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to add, I'm going to add eight hours to myself, to my OT. Yep. Let's check. Little after by little. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And she may have done it incrementally over. So if we divide it, what's that? That's what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> 62,000 divided by 84, 84. Pay, 84 pay periods. Yep. Mm, $740. That's a lot of money. That's still That's a lot. lot of money. Yes. Yep. Yeah. You figure so you like, ain't making much anyway. She's doing it within reason. Some re you ain't making. You're not making millions anyway. Yep. That's fourteen hundred dollars more a month. You yep. know what I mean? That's yep. a lot. Yep. So that's to me that's crazy. So like I, I know at the bottom here in the notes it said that she agreed to pay. 35000 in mm -hmm. restitution as a part of her guilty plea. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
It was conducted by the Metropolitan Police Department's Financial and Cyber Crimes Unit. Oh, wow. So that's wow. interesting. Right? So this person, I don't know if she was the, I think she was an accountant there, a staff accountant or yeah, something. Yeah, she was an account specialist in the account specialist department. Yep. Who processed payroll. So like, I know there's situations where your background may not necessarily be fully payroll, but you might process payroll. Yeah, because you said a small cases. company. Yeah. Small company, usually either an HR person or a finance person is going to wear the payroll hat. Yep. Yep. So let's talk about that's what she did wrong. Let's talk about how this could have been prevented. Well, <laughs> I, it's an easy solve, and it, and it just proves it. I feel good because I know – like sometimes I do, I have do audits and I do things that I know it makes people feel uncomfortable, right? And it's, oh, well, why are you doing that? You don't trust. And I'm like, not really. This is not a position that I trust, but verify. It's not a position that I can, I have the luxury of trusting you. Oh, I'm going to trust. No, I'm watching millions of dollars of money here. You know what I mean? So I need to see the report and it, what it really prompts is if you're a payroll and we talked about it in the past case, if you're someone, if you're a leader that's signing off on payroll, you really want to empower yourself to pull those final numbers yourself yep. just because of things like this. Or like you said, you had, you, you worked with a leader that asked two different people, the reports like, yes. Hey, I'm gonna sign it off on here, but I'm going to ask this one to go pull it from me yep. after the fact and yep. i'm gonna check double check it the next day you know yep. if you're a savvy leader that can get the finals that's what you want to do in yep. most systems and this was why i'm a stickler for i remember when i when i had gotten to a junior and he or she was um they were trying to do final sign-offs on the preview mm. and it was like Oh, I, and the way I caught it was, I was like, hey, are you saving down the finals? And they showed me where they were saving it down. And I was like, no, this is the preview. This is before payroll is processed. I said, after you push that button, there is another set of reports that's created that are your yep. finals. Yep. That's the report that I want. Yep. Not this. And they, and, oh, but it's the same thing. No, it's not. No, it's not because ADP or whoever can apply something after you press that button that you don't exactly. see. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So like when you can initially preview that register, somebody can make a change while it's in preview or while you take it out of preview to make changes. Yep. Yep. Somebody could have made something. Somebody's status could have changed. Anything yep. could have changed. Yep. And then when you recalc it, the totals are totally different. Totally different. So that it, it just reconfirms that for me. Like you have to, as a leader, if you're signing off on payroll, you have to make sure that those finals can consistently match. You are, you're signing off on this number and then you got to figure out a way to double check that number. If you're basing it on like your person coming and handing you a report, hey, here's payroll, you know what I mean? Or here's an email of a report that I created you just have to be mindful of this stuff because yeah. this is where people get slick. And right, to your point, it's not a huge amount of money. 
in comparison to the millions in the other cases we find. But this is a Let's significant go. amount of money, right? It's Let's not five dollars. Yeah, it's not fifty bucks. It's sixty grand. That's a lot of money. That, that's somebody's annual salary. Yeah, that's a whole nother and, and, annual and, salary. And it might be depending on what level they're at. There might be two people's salary. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that you exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's basically the solve is audits. Good old audits, data validation, having a good process in place. And look, if you, as a payroll person, if you're like, dang, how do I get good audits? Hire an auditor. Get an outside auditor to come in and consult and tell you where you should have your points at. Hire an auditor. If you have a mentor, reach out to your mentor. If you have some networking connections with other payroll professionals in the industry, reach out to them. Listen to the show. How about that? Listen to the show. Listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah, Listen to the show. So there's one more thing I wanted to point out in here because it was, it it was a small business that this occurred to. It's like the smaller business that like that mom and pop shop, Mm -hmm. they'll do things a little bit differently than the bigger corporate conglomerates. They do things a little bit different. Some of their processes are more like, hey, here's a piece of paper with my with my hours on it. Here's a sticky. Go yep. ahead and process this. It's a little bit different. It's not, they're not as, they may not be as much of sticklers as a corporate setting. So I wanted to point that out in here because they may not, they may trust the person that works for them a little bit more. When you're in that small, especially if that person's been there a while, especially if they on surface are being a good employee, they may trust and say, oh, yeah, I don't, this person's been here for years. I trust them. Mm. Right? Not, fine, not, not with money matters, man. Like when it comes to your the money that's coming in and out of your business, you cannot trust. You have to verify, period. You have to validate and verify double check and have somebody check the double check. You know what I mean? Yeah. Most wealthy people have an accountant and another accountant to check that account. Yeah. That's you know what that's I mean? why that's why a lot of these corporations, to your point, they'll bring in the third party auditors yeah. at the Heck end yeah. of the year, towards the yep. end of the fiscal year, and yep. they'll come and audit the accountants that audit the payroll. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like they'll yes. come and audit the accountants of the company to make sure that they're doing it right. And depending on the size of your company and what you guys go through, audits are sometimes mandatory. If you got a big enough bank loan, the bank will mandate audits to make sure you're running the business properly so they can get their money back. You know, you're not just blowing it like some of these other owners that are blowing the money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The uh, again. And again, and I like, and I, you're right. I like that small business call out, the mom and pop call out, because you, you just can't do that. You, you, it, it is an uncomfortable thing, but you have to. You ha- it's a money matters. You know what I mean? It's not like fry. Hey, I'm serving extra fries when I serve up the meal. No, this is money matters. When it comes to money matters, no. Money matters might be a, a show. Mm-hmm. I don't. Small business people. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep, but no, sure. but, you, but you're right. And if you're a small business owner, go listen to the season that we had. Yep. On on business owners and stuff like that. But 
listen to what that nugget Brian just dropped for you. Trust, but verify. Yep. Even if you're a small business, it's best to have good checks and balances in place to, to keep your employees honest and to make sure that your business stays in compliance. Yep, absolutely. And it's worth saying the article highlights the instance of employees abusing their access to companies' payroll systems to commit fraud. You know what I mean? It underscores the importance of internal controls, monitoring mechanisms to prevent such fraudulent activities, and the consequences individuals may face when engaging in payroll fraud schemes. And we've seen it. Folks are facing jail time like 60 years. Like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So thank it looks like she got off with just paying restitution. It looks like maybe because it's not convicted yet, right? It's not done yet. She just got sentenced. Well, it was scheduled for last awesome. Friday. So the 16th of June. So it just it was it's just fresh. scheduled. We'll see what she just got. A lot of these stories are just appearing now. Yeah. Bro. A lot of these are just coming out now because people are still making these poor choices. Yep. out here people are still deciding to do the wrong thing i want to get into the mental state of what mm -hmm. these people are thinking because i'm sure there's been it comes out to a decision right you come to that fork in the road i'm gonna do it or i'm not gonna do it because i'm yep. sure there's been times when people ha have had the thought to do it and they just said i'm not gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to my morals my values i'm gonna stick to doing the right thing as a pair professional the right thing yeah what the hell am I thinking? Let me do the right thing. I'm not going to steal this money versus the person like, oh, I need this money and I'm going to do it or whatever. I want to know what what is the determining factor. What are the drivers? Person, yeah. yeah, that makes a person decide to do it or not. Because yeah. how many, you and I have struggled through life. Yeah. I've never thought finances about have been, yeah. finances never have been, about we, you know, Finances have been tight for us. And we never thought, let me steal some money from my job. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I, but again, I think it's a testament to what we say all the time. Payroll folks are a special breed. And it requires radical transparency, radical honesty, integrity. Yeah. Yep. Good, good one, man. That's a real good one. That one hit hits home because it's, you know, some of this stuff is like, oh, it's way out there. Oh, that's not like me, Brian. I don't own a bit. I don't own a payroll thing, Brian. I mean, I, nope. This is your colleague that sat right next to you, and was doing something. This is regular people all the time. Nobody's immune to it, and and we just look as payroll folks. We have to do better, right? We have a standard to meet. So yeah, yeah, I hope these I hope these stories help you out, folks, and keep you focused. If, yeah. if you find yourself in temptation, you need to get out this business. We don't need you in this business. Sorry. Um <laughs> find a new job. Yeah, for real. Find a new job. Beat it. Get off the bus. Get off the bus. You go kick them off the bus. <laughs> get off the bus. Yep. We, we, like Jim Collins. We need the right people. I, I, I'm on the bus. Yeah, so we do need the right people. But if you're struggling and you haven't done it yet, reach out to somebody, man. Like, yeah, get another job. <laughs> Uber, drive Uber, <laughs> do Instacart, do other things, get more. Well, get, don't steal. 
they might do something shady with that. If it's in them, it's in them. No matter right. what. So, again, get out of payroll. You can do the shady stuff in other places. Get out of payroll. Don't need you. <laughs> right, no, we're, we're the voice of payroll, bro. That's it. That's it. Yes, it's a wrap. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. a wrap. It was a good one, though. I like that one a lot, man. Thanks for uh, procuring these and putting it all together. All right. that's, yeah, that's it, folks. I hope you uh, learned some stuff from this. We enjoy reading through it and giving it to y'all. Till the next time. Till next time, folks. Peace. Peace.